0: So, you have an off-grid building that you've been working on for how long?
1: Seven years from the beginning, yeah, uh, and it's, it's just evolved because, um, you know, it's, it's nice not to have bills, it's, it's, it's independence, and uh, it just feels a good thing to do, it's as simple as that really. And just what kind feels of good. building is it? Oh well, it's just quite simple. It's a straw bale, well, straw bale building with a, a timber frame, basically, um, and it's round because the energy inside is a nice, nice space to be in, you know. And then it's all natural, you know, m- materials as much as we can do with clay
0: and and it, and wood. There's and a lot
2: of recycling going in, into it as well, isn't there? There's lots of reusing things.
0: Is that important to you?
2: Um yeah someone asked us if it was an eco build and we decided it was a cheapo build didn't we
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so where did this idea come from have you ever lived in regular houses
2: yes oh yes
0: so when did you get the idea to live off grid like this
2: um well years ago i went to the alternative technology center in wales and was and volunteered there for a few days and was just hooked really into the fact that there's a different way of living. I mean, I was brought up in Wimbledon, which is uh, very much not off grid or anything like that. But um, yeah, I just was drawn to alternative ways of living. And Just, you know, there's that book Shelter and things like that that have the most amazing, beautiful houses that people lived in. And it, it just made me really want to live somewhere exceptional.
0: So was there one thing that happened in your life that made you want to live off grid immediately at that certain point or was it just a growing interest?
2: Just a growing interest, I think, yeah.
0: And were you dissatisfied with society? Was that the reason? You said you didn't want to pay bills, but does it does it feel well, more natural to you?
2: Um, this is definitely a natural way of living. It's it feels right, it feels comforting, it's it it's you know we're trying to grow our own food we've got goats for milk we've got hens for eggs we've got we're just you know Rob. Rob's grown vegetables for years haven't you and the way you lived was very attractive to me you know Rob had his little roundhouse in the garden he built his own house um, it was very attractive <laughs>
0: So, were you an organic farmer before you started building, Rob? Yes.
1: Well, no, not my previous house. I was a wanted to do farming, and realised conventional farming is not sustainable. It's not nice for me, that is. So then I went on to the organic route because it was so much more fulfilling, and 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 a nice way to produce food for people. Yeah, because it was more honest. Yeah, it was, it's was truer. Yeah, and and I think we live like this is is to be out of the rat race, because it's I don't find it very appealing out there. You know, it's just rushing around, people kowtowing to everybody. They're you know everybody's the sort of same. There's no individual people. There are, but you know, you know, or they're not allowed to be or whatever. So that's why we live like this.
0: Yeah. And did you buy for land here intentionally to build somewhere off grid? yes, Sarah did yes, yeah, she yeah
2: yeah, I was yeah. very fortunate um I had an inheritance, and I was able to buy this place um and I wanted to buy somewhere where I could build, and there had been a house here, so we knew that we'd be able to build something um, to get permission, yeah, and we we had to do a new application. For a different sort of house, but um, they were, we we were really worried that they'd say no, but actually, they were really encouraging and they loved it and they said, oh, this is the most. Well, the woman we were talking to said this is the most unusual thing sh- and you know most interesting thing she'd ever been involved in. So that was really lovely when she said, they just said yes in the end. I think we had one or two stipulations. One was the colour of the chimney. <laughs> and uh i can't remember what else wooden was it a oh, wooden windows which we yeah. would have done anyway
0: is it because you can see the chimney from road does that make a difference no idea why i think it was yeah
1: yeah because there's you know road and the little school opposite and i think that's they were just thinking about the aesthetics of it but so, but being a turf roof it doesn't really notice anyway
2: Yeah, but we built it so that you can't really see it from behind anyway from the back it just looks like a little Teletubby house. <laughs> <And what laughs> don't use of, that.
0: What kind of location is it here?
2: What kind of location? Yes,
0: you don't have to give the ex- exact location, but what kind of is it in a With village? With
2: the um, Yes, yeah, it's, it's well, it's a hamlet really, but it, but there's a little school right opposite, so we hear children playing, which is lovely. Yeah, small place.
0: Very good. And in the meantime, while you've been building it, you've been living on the same bit of land in a static caravan that Rob has very cleverly narrowed <laughs> yes. in size to make it legal to pull on the road behind a tractor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A yeah. Yeah. Well, together. we needed somewhere. Well, I needed somewhere. Well, we need somewhere to live, basically. And yeah. and if you're going to, I didn't think it was going to take as long as it is, but you know, and it's and it's yes, so it just seemed quite practical to build a nice warm comfortable little dwelling.
2: Yeah but the trouble with this is that it's so comfortable that (laughs) we haven't been in desperate hurry to finish the house and it has taken a long time.
0: So how long has the house taken?
2: Well it's about five years at the moment but it's nearly there it's nearly done.
0: Now some people might say that's a long time (laughs) but I've seen inside of it and it's gorgeous it's been very well built. Is is it more important to you to make something that looks pleasing feels, and works well feels feels,
2: good. okay feels good i mean it, I want it to look good as well, but it feels really lovely
0: and it has to work well yeah so um inside you said it's got a fan system. Could you just explain that please well
1: that basically it's it's mechanically ventilated um, you build the the house to make it as airtight as you can um, and then it's literally Mechanically ventilated with a fan and and it retains the heat, it goes through a heat exchanger um, which retains all the heat that you generate inside the house with living in it. Um, So it needs minimal heating, Um, and it's as simple as that. Yeah, there's yeah,
2: we've got two radiators,
0: haven't we? Yeah, well,
1: they only need one really, but yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah. and it's triple glazed. Oh, yes, all triple glazed, it's nearly. Passive house standard, which, you know, um, I think all houses should be built like that. You know, half of them don't. The building regulations now are so ridiculously low, they should be, you know, a lot, lot stricter. So it it doesn't cost anything to run. You know, it's minimal. Um, But they don't do that because people say it costs too much. But our house, it's cost, you know, Neasurable, how much it's cost us in in the in the big scheme of a house yeah because it's
0: yeah
2: but it is a lot of hours of work yes if you counted the hours of work it would be quite an expensive place
0: have you worked out how many hours
2: no not really no, no
0: but
2: it's... we had an architect came round recently we didn't know him and he reckoned that it would be worth for the size of it was it over a million pounds? He said. To build. Yeah. It's obviously cost us an awful lot less than that, but it's been a lot of time for I'm sorry
0: Where does that figure a million come in?
2: Um, well, he worked out the square footage of the house, and he said, f- you know, per square foot, it would be worth this much money. Which I can't remember to what it was, but yes.
0: And how much do you think it's cost you?
2: Well, so far it's about eighty thousand pounds.
0: Eighty thousand. Okay but that's including
1: all the solar panels mm-hmm. all the water minimal costs for the next 25 years you know so that's it's you know when you put all that into it yes. you know 80,000 sounds a lot but it's not really it's 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 you know
0: can you very briefly run through the different stages of what it's taken to build it from the very beginning when it was a grass field please
1: uh First of all, we had to clear clear the site. We had to get the levels of the house because the house is sort of um, built into the side of the land sort of thing. Um, We got the structural engineer to do what i said, what we we wanted. So he worked around what I was quite happy to build with. And it's just built out of the framework. It's just trees that we got off the land with some steel girders. And they... A bolt on to a big wall at the back of the house that goes around the back with a corridor and some sort of we call them sheds um, and then it's infilled with straw bales um, all the windows are put in exactly the right places where they look the nicest because around here we've got some beautiful trees um, so and they're put in places like that we had to put some windows in for building regulations for fire escapes and things like that. But, you know, they're all right. You know, you, you live with those. It's, it's lit lovely from a lot of skylights in the roof, which makes a lot, the building really nice. And the ambience and the sunlight coming through these windows are really lovely. Um, and the inside the fabric of the house, it's probably got, I don't know, up to 80 tonnes of clay and sand as a thermal mass so when that heats up it just ambiates the nice the heat it'd be nice to, uh, even heat I think I don't know what the word is but um, there's a lot
2: of wool is it, in it as well isn't there the yes. wool and, and massive loads of polystyrene as well yeah in we the floor, we got hand.
1: a lot of second hand polystyrene um, that came out of a sandwich factory which goes underneath the floor and in the roof there's about a ton and a half of sheep's wool that we've washed all of it. Um goes in the ceiling. Um and it's just a whole it's just it's just a nice house with with no very little straight walls, so the energy in it is moves around.
2: Good shui Yeah.
1: Good good shui, yes, yeah.
0: And would you call it wattle and daub, is that the technique? Uh the internal
1: walls, I think you might class them as wattle and daub. The outside walls are just straw bales with lime render on the outside to make it more waterproof, and clay on the inside to, you know, to help with all the ambient moisture that you get from living in a clay house. Um, yes, yeah, so I suppose you could class the walls as wattle and daub, I think, inside. Yeah.
0: And how have you got the finish so smooth?
1: It's it's just so lovely to work with a natural material, clay. That's what it basically is, clay and sand. And if you sieve the sand, oh sorry, sieve the clay in such a way that you end up with a a normal gypsum plaster which builders put. And you can get it if you're a bit patient, and because clay is so um, forgiving. You can play with it, and it's such a nice tactile thing. You want to play with it, you don't want a straight corner, you want curved, and it's just so satisfying an organic way of plastering walls.
0: Yeah, what have you mixed with the clay?
1: Uh, literally, the first levels of clay is just the clay we've got is quite pure clay, so it's only 25% clay, 75% sharp sand. Uh, And then different levels of lengths of straw to give it tensile strength. And then the last skim layer you put on is just clay, still 75% clay and uh, 25% clay, I'm sorry, and 75% sand. And we just mix that in with silver sand to get the finish and that's it.
0: And to get the finish, you use a plasterer's float?
1: Yeah, just ordinary metal float to put it on. You... Get it quite smooth with a, either plastic or wooden float, um, but then you you finish it with a a very soft metal float to to polish it to get the really smooth bit.
0: And you had a stone in your hand. What was that for?
1: Oh, I we I don't know where this stone came from, but it, it's it's like a stone I use for in some internal corners on the clay, and I want and there's one side of the stone that's flat that I want to grind flat to do some Tadlac, which is another type of plaster, waterproof plaster we want to use in the shower. So it's quite, this whole house is evolved, like things just happen, like the stone, and it just makes you think that you want to do something with it, because it's such a lovely, unusual stone, you know, and it's just nice to use something like that.
0: Talking of grinding, I photographed you grinding your own flour today.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, we started that because of the the pandemic, and there was a shortage of flour, and people couldn't get it. So we just, you know, thought, well, we can't get flour. We'll make our own. So I've got a brother-in-law who had some a grinder that he didn't really want. So and then we just grind our own corn every few days when we want it, Um, and it makes lovely bread from spelt flour. So it's lovely.
0: What else do you have to do before you move in? What, What other work is there to do?
2: You've got to do the final layer of the plastering, haven't you? And I've got to paint it all with homemade paint.
0: What will you make the paint from?
2: Um, Well, we've got some powdered white clay and we're mixing the pigment of the local clay so it's got that colour. So we mix that together with wheat flour paste. So it's just a mixture of that. Though we've discovered that it, it wipes off a little bit so we've got to change the mix. So you don't want to lean on it at the moment. And
0: why was it important to have that back wall, the corridor at the back of it? What is that? What is behind that? Is is it under earth? Or why, why do you have that? Is it so you can have additional rooms?
2: It's partly to hide the house. We didn't need windows at the back, so we could build onto the back. We've got the corridor. Um, Rob should answer on this one.
1: We built the wall because... The structural engineer said because it's round and the the, the way we were constructing it, you need to have something so it doesn't fall over. So that's what the wall basically is. Uh, the steel girders that are up into the roof go and bolt onto a big wall at the back, which is you know, which is sort of just just face with stability, stone, but it? and and it gives the house the stability, like Sarah said, um and that's and yeah, and it's simple as that really. Um, and the okay. wall, the way it's been built, it. it's become very beautiful because it leans. Because if you do a, a, a retaining wall, it's better to lean, you know, inwards. um Which and it and and then Sarah wanted it because at the beginning of the corridor, around the back of the house, it's a lot wider and taller. And as you go around the house, the cupboards that are on in the wall get smaller and smaller, and the ceiling will come down lower, and the and then and it gets narrower and narrower and narrower, 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 narrower like uh, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland so that's just
2: fun for children it's just fun for
1: children <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah
0: and once you move in what will you do then will you continue <laughs> to build elsewhere will you ha- do you have more plans no just live in well, a
2: we've t- got to finish the garage we also want to build a wallopini because we we've got a quarry that we made to to get to dig out the stone to use for the house, so we've got this great big crater basically, and a wallapini is a, a greenhouse that's sunk down into the ground and it keeps warm from the, the earth that's around it, keeps it slightly warmer <laughs> so that'll happen one day but yeah, the garage isn't finished yet and I've got a studio that's going to be my like craft room um, but we live in
1: it, you live we're living
2: it, you just live, we're, we, we are so sociable <laughs> unintentionally and that's partly why it's taking so long because we're spending a lot of time with friends and just doing nice things